Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome into That's Your Opinion with Fred Smoot, Chick Hernandez, and the Amish One side. Fenwick coming off, uh, gentlemen, Father's Day weekend, so uh, Cy is not a father, at least, that he knows of. Um, So, Fred, how did you spend your Father's Day weekend? Well, first of all, with me, first of all, happy Father's Day, Chick. Thank you, You got everything you deserve. Cy, I would say happy Father's Day, but you have yet to bless the world with another side, so you don't know how it feels. Now, this is the time frame you're against. There's a parent, all right? The fact that you and your wife probably had y'all first kid in about a year or two. Uh, you're going to tremendously age quick. And if you have a boy, what you're going to miss is you're going to have to understand with girls, it's forever love, right? They never come up missing. Uh, they're going to bring family to you, make the family larger. Men tend to go out and become a part of the wife's family, all right? So you will probably strike out and have a boy first, who's eventually going to leave you and never come back to see you on Father's Day. Now, on Father's Day, get ready for these two things. If you're smart out there, you like to play in the stock. Anytime Father's Day is coming, buy stock in socks. Yes, I mean socks. And buy stock in underwear, all right? And not only underwear, buy stocks in uncooked steak. Because unlike the mothers that get taken to a steakhouse, they promptly deliver us a steak and them a steak for us to cook, yes, all right? Absolutely. So get ready for those things when it comes to fatherhood. Not that they don't like us as much as her. It's just a different ritual. That's a great uh, great hype talk. I'm uh, really looking forward to that now. <laughs> no, is that true about the, what, the sons go off and become part of the wife's family? The wife's is that family. a thing? Yes, yeah, yes. think about this. Huh. Every Christmas, every th- Thanksgiving, uh, He's going to be with his wife's family. That's where she wants to be. See, right? so so now, far, I've been able to have a good balance with, with holidays. But uh, yeah, I guess from children. children yeah. that, that, that all is when you're married. That's all is when the kids come in the picture. Right. Now, what you got to understand is your girls come home. All right. So now they are dictating the terms. They are dictating. Now this dude has to sit up here with his uh, father-in-law chick and look him in the face. Don't want to talk to him, but he has no other choice. You understand? Yeah. Well, That's first off, balanced life. First off, I would wish no one to marry my daughter because um, I don't want anybody to be in that kind of pain. Um, she will. She will. She will. Yeah, she'll rule the roost there. But uh, I'll be cleaning my gun when uh, uh, said uh, girlfriend or boyfriend, who knows, uh, comes over. I don't know. But I will certainly be cleaning a gun in front of that person. And no use. Life out like, when our kids grow up, they look at look like kids to us still, but they are grown. And they're going to go through their grown folks up and down. And yeah. we're going to have to step back and let them get their grown folks on. All right? We just got to. If you're betting on it, by the way, I would bet on Cy getting all girls. Um, the month of June, by the way, heating up. Don't put your head down with a ton of exciting sports action. And bet online is where you can find it. You can bet on whether or not Cy will sire girls or guys. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all you online sports betting needs. Uh, visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, or sex, 
head on over to bet online and start playing today. Um, yeah, I cook my own. I cook the steaks for the family. I grilled mm-hmm. them. Um, uh, and uh, that was a that was a thing. And in, in the dead of heat, I played golf in the morning because that's what I do on Father's Day. So every day is Father's Day to me. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the good news was that we've had a you know, the daughter had a little uh, a little problem with us parents uh, about five days prior. So there's nice. about there's about three or four days where not a word was spoken. And I'm like, nice. I'm like, come on, this is, you know, this is, it, come on. It, it, it feels like my house with a moody teenager. I have a 15, going to be 16 year old well, who literally locks himself in the room, uh, drugs himself uh, with video game, uh, blue light to the face, right. wakes up at three in the morning to actually eat the dinner eat. that I cooked at, right. at 930. Right. Uh, looks at me like I'm the bad guy. Right. All right. Yeah. As oh, yeah. I drop him out, pick him up from practice, all this. And now all he's that. moody about what? What are you moody about? What, what are you moody about? Yeah, right, right. So guess what I did, Chick? What? I exiled him. I exiled him to Ragnarok. I sent him <laughs> to Jackson, Mississippi, all right? For the summer. You know why? Because I need to get him reprogrammed. So okay. I sent him to my auntie's and my aunt's house. So now he got to wrap through the box fan like I did. You know, when oh, it's 100 boy. degrees in Mississippi and you got a box fan in the window, yeah. son, you will sing through it. You know what my auntie and uncle don't have? No Wi-Fi. You know what my son going through now? Misery at his highest, all right? But he's, he's got that neighborhood. He got that community. And by the time he comes here, he will mm-hmm. be rehabilitated to appreciate the suburbs, to appreciate the good things, to yeah. appreciate everything and i'm gonna make him sign a contract just to get on the plane to come back oh yes i'm taking full advantage of this wow that is huge that's that is spectacular um i that's i'm not to that point yet because uh here's what she has over us she's got a full-on scholarship in college so she did the work and she's doing the work so she's saving me a ton of money so i'm like all right you know i just i just let her be it was the beef was with her mother more than me at least i think um, and I just, you know, back in the day, I would get affected. Now I'm like, I just, okay. You know, and, and, and every day I saw her, I'd say, you know, we're going to have to talk about this at some point because I have no idea what's going on. And she would go, uh, was all I got. English is not a language for you. I don't understand. So anyway, uh, yeah. So good father's day times and you're right. Father's day, a holiday, whatever you want to call it is, is so far down on the ladder. It's Christmas and mother's day. That's mm-hmm. the top two. Mother's Day gets everything, and rightly so, for the most part. There are there are some men out there that do do the due diligence with their children. So you guys um, missed out. Was, there was a huge. So now that I've moved into this townhouse on Father's Day, somebody I don't know which house, but one of these houses on this row had a massive, massive party that even included a DJ that was going all day long, and it I mean it had deep bass like it. Legit speakers and a lot of people's loud all day. Did you go? No, 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 no. I did not. What the? I was not invited. Speaking about Father's Day and speaking about family, that, that's a great segue into the next topic. Okay. All right. Carl Nasby came out. Carl Nasby. Yeah, he's the first guy to come out while he was playing. Mm-hmm. And let me get this clear. I said he's the first to come out while he was playing. In my 10 years of the NFL, I wouldn't dare see him lie to you and say I didn't have any gay teammates. Sure. Right? 
Oh, right. I've had gay teammates. And it don't matter. It's not as serious as people think it is. Let me tell you something about a locker room. They don't care if you're a clown on the weekends for a side job. If you can help us win on right. Sunday, that's all we care about. And it's a brotherhood, very much like the military. All right? You don't think the military had had gay people in it? If we sure. don't defend our country, does it matter what gender I claim? Like no. at the end of the day, he, he, he got a, a chance to do a job. I thought he did a great job. Was great. But just being brave enough to come out and say it. And right. I like the way Michael Sam showed him some love because Michael Sam, I don't think the NFL was ready at that time to, no. to consume that. But right. now they are. It ain't the first bout to talk about it. They're ready to just let it be known. And and one day, hopefully, we'll get to the, the, the point in life where this ain't no story. Correct. When, that, because right. everybody in the world that has a job has a job and has a, 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 a somebody that works with them that happen to be gay, bisexual, or something. Mm -hmm. Does it matter at your job? So why should it matter at mine? Well, it only matters to the ignorant people. That's who it matters to. Those who just don't quite understand and they think, oh my God, you know, back in the day, look, the, the, the Washington football team had a pl gay player in, in, in Pat Smith, former tight end, who came out long after his career. He and his mm -hmm. teammate Dave Copay both gay came out way after. We're talking like two decades later they came out because they were fearful. So was Carl Nassib. He said he was wrestling with this thing for 15 years to say it. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sam came out and, you know, perhaps if he'd waited till after the draft, you yeah. know, might have been different for him. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the, 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 the stamp of disapproval was out there for him um, with some folks. Carl Nassib, uh, you're right. The, the message was clear. It was... Uh, perfect, you know, and not only did Michael Sam come out, J.J. Watt, a lot of guys came out in the league and said, man, bravo, bravo, ain't it? Hey. this is not a thing. And, and for what he said is that the suicide rate is four times more yeah, likely. Dude. Yeah. That's a damn shame on it us, is. society. That's, no that, that's a damn shame, because these are our kids. Right. I always ask myself, what happens if I have a gay kid? Nothing happens. I'm going to love him like ain't nothing. What do you mean? Right. I didn't have a Martian. All right, I had a child <laughs> that just happened to say no. I was born a, a guy, I want to be a girl. So what? Right, right. I don't care. See, that's the thing about human beings. You have to ask them delicate questions to get the true answer. Ask mm -hmm. a human being, what are they more afraid of? Finding another planet with aliens on it or finding another planet with humans on it? Mm -hmm. Which one would scare the hell out of them? Probably humans. humans. You know why? Because we don't like to look ourselves in the mirror and say when we wrong. I say when we're right. At the end of the day, we got to hold ourselves to a standard. And it's 2021. Man, do what you want to do in life. I was always that person, even high school, college. Live and let live. Right. Why are you yep. worried about what somebody do yeah, it's when not they a, ain't at work? It's none of well, your business you anyways. With somebody, it, it's their life. Like it has nothing to do with you. Like you should like it. Yeah. It's never made sense to me why people. But they get they get taught by ignorant parents. That's, you know the, the greatest you know memes and all that stuff are the two kids of different races who see each other. They're young. What do they do? They come up and they hug because they've not been taught hate yet. That come no. from their parents, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm more concerned with Frank Clark of the Chiefs than I am with Carl Nassib. Frank Clark gets caught with an Uzi in his car. Yeah, he did. I mean, Fred, what, yeah. what in the, you know what? Do you need to have, and I don't care, he's going to say it was his bodyguards. Bullshit. 
Yeah. You have an Uzi in your car. What in God's name do you need an Uzi in your car for? Have you drove around Kansas City, Missouri in the last 10 years? Girl, you might need a barbecue. rocket launcher. You <laughs> might need a rocket launcher. Like, listen to me. Here go the things. Here goes the biggest contradiction. America is a consumer-based country. They will sell you anything but tell you don't use it. If you don't want people buying Uzis, stop selling it to them. Stop yeah. selling it to guys that ain't militarily trained uh, can help us if a war break out. Stop selling uh, uh, grenades to literally civilians. Right. Stop selling dynamite to civilians. Like, it's an easy answer to most of these questions. You cannot make money off of everything and have a clean conscience. You just, yeah. you cannot do that. If we want to stop all these mass shooting. Oh, man. They can't mass shoot with a, a, a handgun. It only has so yep. many bullets. Stop yep. selling uh, Mac 11s. Stop selling big old salt rifles. Stop selling stuff that people get just to have it to glorify. It's like the car you get that you can't ever really drive that you park in the garage. You collect it <laughs> and you only pull it out when you need to. But you know you don't need that car. But yeah. it's a collector's item and people it's, do that with dude, guns. It, it's the Second Amendment and the people who can't get over it. It's they're the people who really feel it's their right as an American to own and like AR-15, which I just don't understand. First of all, Ben Franklin say bear arms. That's a nine millimeter. Ben Franklin yeah, ain't no AR-15s back then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So yeah. he was talking about a musket, okay? He was talking <laughs> yeah. about something that you literally loaded from the front with gunpowder. He was not talking about a assault rifle, an AK-47. Sure. He just wasn't talking about that. You can bend any rule in the Constitution, or you can bend any phrase in the Bible to make yep. it say anything you want it to cross over and say. Yeah, I mean, listen, the gun owners aren't going to go for that because they're making way too much bank on selling all that bullshit. Um, and I'm from down south, and and, and Kansas City is right there in the south. Gun mm -hmm. shows monthly, monthly, where you can trade in guns and get a bigger gun. Like until you stop that consumerism, you can't you can't control it. Uh, when last we talked, we missed last week because I was getting a Botox treatment, so we had to you know oh, postpone. Oh, nice! Your forehead yeah. hasn't moved since we've been on on screen. It hasn't. It's like exactly I don't even right. know your emotions anymore. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh. When we last talked, though, we were talking about, you know, the Washington Wizards. And you said they need a, a, a they need a third of the big three. They need a big man in there. And I yeah. said the question with Scott Brooks. You said yes, with Scott Brooks. Mm -hmm. Scott Brooks is no more. Let go by Tommy Shepard. Um, mm -hmm. Got that team to the playoffs a couple times. Only one series win. I looked at it, man. Here's the deal with the Washington Wizards. They allowed the most points in the NBA last season. Mm -hmm. The second most in the previous two years, never ranked higher than 15th in the league defensively under Scott Brooks. And in this league, although it's a league of offense, you've got to be able to stop somebody sometime. And I mm -hmm. can't wait to see who they're going to bring in because um, that's what they said, right? They, we need some changes. We got to make a – but let's see who they hire. I, I can't wait to see who it is because I guarantee it, it probably won't be a defensive coach. Well, they can also bring in defensive players. They need somebody to protect the rim. We talked about Dwight Howard when we were here. What would we do for Dwight Howard right now? You know what I'm saying? You just need somebody 
crowd or somebody like that to really protect the rim and bring some physicality to this team. That's the one thing about it. It's a very, very finesse team, especially before Russ got here. Now, when Russ got here, now we get a little aggressive. Now we get a little mm -hmm. bit more emotional. But he, like I said, they need that third star. And when I look at the NBA, I got to ask myself, is it going to be one of those off seasons? I think so. Right now, Smooch the Dumber says this. Okay. All right. The dominoes will fall when this trade happens. When when Dame Dollar gets traded to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Mark, this, mark when, this down. Hey, hey, yes. Sorry, sorry ben, mark this down. This is Ben this is Simmons for Dame Dollar. All right. Putting Dame and MB together. All right. Okay. All right. That's gonna start a cascade of now who goes where. Us, we need to get a healthy DeMarcus Cousins for cheap. We need to also find we need another wing. We mm -hmm. need a wing that's a two-way wing. We need a wing that scores, but if he could just have to play defense, he can do that to a reason. Somebody like we need somebody that's a jack of all trades. Does anybody want Ben Simmons after what he did in the last playoffs, which was to I mean he looked like he was frightened to shoot the ball. I know, right, who, I know he's a, I know he's a defensive guy, but, but for heaven's sakes, man, you, you have he a five-foot five jumper. You got a five-foot jumper, then you turn and look back and go, uh, you take it. And make some free well, throws. This is who he is. We don't even know can he shoot because he won't. All right. right, he's the first guy that's been a star that won't shoot the ball. So now I had to say, let me readjust how I'm looking at Ben because we want to look at Ben as Penny Hardaway. Right? We right. want to look at Ben is a hybrid of magic judge, tall point guard, when we should be looking at Ben as Lamar Odom. We should be looking at Ben as a point forward, not a point guard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe if we lower our expectations and say he's never been a scorer, all right? He's never will be a legit scorer because he doesn't have it, that animal, that, that killer instinct in him to go get 40. He doesn't have that in him. So you got to surround him with shooters. And that's why I feel like C.J. McCullough, Carmelo Anthony up in Portland, all right, they'll get a younger point guard, a taller point guard, a more defensive point guard, and now they can let C.J. do all the shooting and other people. But you cannot have Ben Simmons on a team with the star being MB that's in the hole, that's a yeah. center, and, and you got a point guard that only does his, his work against the team under the hole, like that cannot work. You got to have Ben Simmons with shooters and shooters only. He cannot be on the team with a center being an all star. Mm -hmm. He can't. He and you got to shoot free throws. I'm, I that is atrocious to me too. That's part of it. That's part of I it. I ain't worried sure. about the free throws because his free throw shot ain't broken. Yeah, he ain't, ain't getting to the line. That's the problem. He ain't getting to the line. Yeah, he don't want to go to the line. That's the problem. <laughs> he don't want to go to the line. U.S. Open. John Rom uh, wins the U.S. Open, and I mean wins it. He birdies 17 and 18. He is a bad, bad man. And I said it in the last one. That dude was due after what happened to him at the Memorial when he found out after the third round with a six-stroke lead. I got COVID. What? And had to drop out, withdraw, and watch two other schmoes go battle it out. And here he comes back in the U.S. Open and just absolutely grabs that trophy. And it was... He returned the favor to my guy, DeChambeau. Who was oh looked like we looked like we had took this thing from the get get from almost the beginning. 
Almost had an ace, DeShambo did. Almost had hey, an ace in that final round. And then what did he do? What did he do? He crapped his pants. Hey, listen, not that he crapped his pants. That's the only thing about DeShambo right now. He's all power. How long can it last? Until he gets that touch and finesse to his game, it's always going to be a quick start and a quick fall off. Because, it, it, you know, after so many holes, you got, to, you got to literally technique these holes. I need to lay in here to get here to get yep. here. Uh, yes, he, well, he like, overpowered. No. But he overpowered when he won the Open last year. He overpowered the course and was kind of just he walked away. This time, but he was right that he had the lead on Sunday at one point, and then just inexplicably. And then they go stop. redo this course a tad bit to deshambow it. Then they well, deshambow roof this they, course after the last time. Yeah, they, like they like they used to do Tiger Eye stuff with the U.S. with the uh, Augusta National. I was just the guy took an eight on a par four. He was hitting that ball all over the planet, and you're just like. Holy crap. It also is what happens down the stretch to a lot of folks in the US Open. Louis Oopshazen. I don't call him Oopshazen. Oopshazen because he oopsed on 17. Uh, it was just great drama. I love the fact that John Rahm got it done. And the first words basically out of his mouth were, this is for Seve, his, his fellow countryman, Sevillano uh, Ballesteros. Um, and, you know, on Father's Day, brand new dad. It was, it was, it was a movie being, it was a script being written. And he just, I mean, and the putts that he hit, by the way, um, for a right-hander, a left-to-right break is very difficult. Uh, it's just the same thing with a lefty, uh, a left-to-right break. It's it's a tough putt to read, and he just absolutely buried both of them and showed the emotion. I just, it was a good tournament. Uh, Tory Pines, hey, public course. You're part, awesome. If you're a part of the PGA right now, they have to feel so good about where they at right now. They they haven't been this good, I think, post Tiger. In a long right. time, right? Do you know how many young, talented guys have already won majors, right? right. Uh, still contending in it. How many big names? And forget the big names. Golf has always had big names. Mm -hmm. They got big personalities, all right. And it's about damn time <laughs> that they join the rest of the world and let these personalities be seen and heard. And this rivalry with these Shambo and, and Brooks Cap. It, it, it feels like wrestling. It feels like Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. All right? That's how it feels. It feels like they don't want to hand it over to the next. And they, they can't even be around each other. You can feel the tension. Golf has always it's ridiculous. Been. We had this with Tiger and Field, but it was a disdain with each other with those mm -hmm. two. All right? With these guys, it's hate. I know hate. Right? I used to be a hater. Hater of the year for 10 years in a row. I know genuinely hate. These guys Ooh. hate each other, and I can't wait till they pair them up. They're going to have to pair them up At some somewhere. Point. At some point. Somewhere, what? and I can't wait to see it. What I didn't understand was Bryson tried to pull back and say, look, look, he went over the line a little bit, but I'm not about that. I'm just going to play golf. And then what happens on, I think it was uh, the second round, Brooks once again doing an interview with Todd Lewis, and where he is Bryson? He jumps over the gate. Jumps over the gate and shows himself. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you can't have it both ways. And now I Brooks, love it. And Brooks has come out now and said, I'm, I don't need to, we don't need to fix this. I, he's not a man of his word. He didn't live up to his word. I, I'm good and, and not like it. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. Well, here we go. It, I it, like it's game it. on. It's I, game on. Yeah. It's great for business. Yeah. It's great. Competition. Yeah. You say this is a gentleman game. No, this is a game for gentlemen and scoundrels. You have to use one of them at one point in time. Golf, you're on your way. Baseball, take some notes, please. All right, and baseball. And Commissioner Fred Manthrop.
and the sticky substances that pitchers have come out and said, yeah, we use. So Fred Manfred comes out and says, all right, you know what? Managers can have pitchers checked. And so what happened the other night? The ace for the Washington Nationals, Max Scherzer, gets checked not once, not twice, but three times by Philly skipper Joe Jordan. He was almost naked. naked. He was was a scripper. I almost threw $10 bills at him. He was butt naked (laughs) on the diamond, okay? Checked three times. Frisk three times. All right? Had to unbutton his pants. Do you understand me? Well, he didn't have to. He's like, I'm going to do this because you guys are ridiculous. And they're like, and then they got pissed off. Hey, hey, Max. I'm like, no, 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 no. You you come out here now three times, and I you've each time you found nothing. And he looked, and Girardi's up there going, I'm, I, that's the thing. Girardi's up there. He's playing his game. Mike Rizzo came out on radio today and said, uh, Joe Girardi is a con artist. It, it, was, it was a clown show. It was a clown show that night of the game. And the best was when when Max struck out that last battery, walked off, and he just stared, gave him a death stare to that Philly uh, dugout. Loved it. Because immediately on Twitter, when this started, everybody said, oh, Girardi does not want a piece of Mad Max because Mad Max will absolutely annihilate him if you're talking about a physical confrontation. It was stupid. And here's the thing. If a pitcher is throwing a no-hitter, opposing skipper can now go, hey, uh, you know, just to just to get him off his r- r- rhythm, he, right? Hey, hey, Riff, I seen Scherzer's hand, and it had a booger on it. That's what he said. Riff, he has a booger on his hand, and the booger is helping him throw a quicker slider. Oh, like, God. come on, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It's, 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 I can't wait because I'm, because baseball, this is the one thing about baseball. Once they get all this bad pub, they're going to change it again. I said, yeah. I put on Twitter, uh, I should check my Twitter feed. I said, uh, three things. What, give me the three things that should happen to a manager who does a challenge and is found that the player did nothing. Um, I'm going to find that the results, but I did it for a day. And I said, either you, you lose the challenge and you can't challenge again in the game. You get ejected. Mm-hmm. Um, or you get fined is you get fined like $500,000 is what you said. Cause I saw that. Oh, there tweet. you go. Good, good paying attention there. Hey, uh, what so, I so- like is right now, baseball is the revenge of the juniors. All right. Uh, Tectis junior, Vlad Galero junior. Yeah, like it's, Vlad. it's all the, the ghosts from baseball past new versions of their self, their sons are saving baseball because Tatis, I ain't never watched the San Diego Padres that much. I have been watching them every chance Have I you? get. And he has a, he has a football flair. No question. He, he has a football flair yeah. about it and baseball need to embrace it. I'm so tired of the good old boys. Yeah. Won't play none old way. Respect the old game. Well, hey, go back to 1973 and play your old game. Because in 2021, <laughs> we play a different brand of baseball. So they got to embrace the future and forget about the past. You used yeah. to be the past time. You got to get that back. It ain't no longer our kids skipping school to go see baseball games. Those days are gone. All right? If you want them back, you got to let the youngsters infuse all the energy. Because I thought there was Aaron Judge League two years ago. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Tatis, no. Fernando Tatis yeah. is running the league right now. Yeah, and Mike, Tr- third base. Mike Trout could have been the face of baseball. and he, I mean, in a sense, he is. But he just doesn't have the personality for it. You know, he, if say, he wanted to, he really know, could have done a lot know, more. You wouldn't, know, you wouldn't know him if you walked past him in a mall right exactly. now. Exactly. He's the Cy Fenwick of Major League Baseball. He's the Cy Fenwick of Major League Baseball. Right? Exactly. And listen. Like he's that he's that spot that you know, it's it's like dark matter. You know it's there, 
but you just cannot see it. By the yeah. way, the poll results, 156 votes so far. 40% say get ejected. 40% say lose challenge. And I said find five fifty thousand. Oh, only 20% said that. All right, we end well, with. Real quick with that, one, the one last thing I want to add to the pitching thing is arguably for me as well, the worst thing about the pitching change is why in the hell would you do this in the middle of the season? That's This is the kind of change that you make right. in an off season. You don't Correct. halfway through a season be like, Oh, by the way, pitchers, uh, you know, all the stuff you guys have been using, you're not allowed to use it anymore. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. You don't do that that's, mid-season. The bad commissioner, Fred Manfred, that was a horrible move to make that move in mid-season. And now, skippers are doing this mid-game. You know, uh, he just forgot a batter. Let's check him. I mean, come on, that's bullshit. Um, I just want to ask how size trip went, because he went somewhere, and oh. all I saw was this... The sleeveless tattooed one yep. standing around and, and and some odd beings around him. I'm not yep. sure. Oh, I got sunburn. You don't, you don't look as pale as you used to. You must have Thank got you. some sun. Oh, I, I got a lot of sun. It's uh really hot and humid in uh, Orlando. <laughs> we went to uh, Universal Studios, so it was a good time. Um, right. Got to uh, go to, you know, Harry Potter World, which was an adventure. Okay. I, uh, I bought a new wand. Um, so that was good. Oh boy, he bought nice. a new wand. Yep, bought a new nice. wand. Yep. I um, always knew you was a wizard fan. Oh yeah, I know. That's, yeah. I always said the area outside the uh, Capital One should be uh, it should be called Hogwarts. You know how? Because like outside the Toronto Raptors Stadium, they call that uh, Jurassic Park. Oh so, yeah, I understand. In DC, since we're the Wizards, we should have Hogwarts. You know, it makes the sense. Worst wow. name <laughs> in sports. The wizard. worst name. Worst. Besides the Mighty Ducks. Well. Are there Raptors in Toronto? Because I did, I, I last checked that. But guess what? It was Raptors on the North American plate at one point in life. We got a museum full of them. They did exist. Say, they did exist that, hold on, in Canada saying, at one point. Are you saying that wizards aren't real? There's a wizard. There's a there's a wizard I, school in the United States. I forgot the name of it. Yes, and, and guess what? Nobody has graduated because nobody has learned magic yet at this school. <laughs> That's just because they know how magic. to hide from you. You're a muggle. If, of course, if, you're not going to be able to see it. If you do something mythological, it has to be the most intimidating mythological creature, like a matador, uh, a kraken, like Seattle just did. All right? Yeah. Something that says, all right, we might not be real, but it's a chance that we can, and if we could be, we will eat you apart. A wizard, a damn wizard, that's what you told me, and I suppose to cheer for that, I still call them the bullets. I'm sorry. If you think, I'm going to stop calling the bullets because you said the bullets don't look like a good mascot. Well, you still uh, allow teenagers, 18-year-old, to go to the military putting bullets in their hand. So guess what? Bullets must be legal. They can buy them at Walmart. Hey, Washington bullets. Yeah, it, the, bullets, the, way, the bullets' name never should have changed. It never should have. But and, it, and it, the, the mascot wasn't a bullet, by the way. It wasn't like a bullet, which doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what the hell it was, but it wasn't. Man, I like a bullet. the bullet because they shoot. Uh-huh, they shoot jumpers. Okay. You come here shooting bullets at you, man. Like it had so many good things to it. All right, why would you change that to a damn wizard? Gandalf? Gandalf. Hey, Gandalf's badass. Don't talk, don't talk trash about man, Gandalf. Gandalf ain't that badass, man. What? Think about it. If you had a choice to take some bullets in a gun to a fight, or Gandalf, who you taking? Gandalf, oh. man, he's got magic. <laughs> Come on, man. What? Depends on who's fighting. What? Am I fighting? Who are we fighting? Gandalf can do some Beverly? crazy like stuff, man, with his wand or his yeah, am I, staff. Am I fighting in Beverly Hills or Compton? It's all you know. It's we fighting in Compton. We oh, fighting in Compton. I'm I'm bringing some bullets. Then. By the way, yeah. thank yeah. you, Fred. Yeah. Did you watch the new episode of Loki? 
Yes, I did. I uh, just rewatched it for the third time. And How'd you watch it three time. times already? It just came out today. No, I watched it last night. I stayed up. If you stay up late oh, enough, you stayed on up till midnight. Night, yeah, I'm a midnighter. So here's what I think about it. Did you find it kind of awkward when Loki and Lady Loki started flirting? Yeah, and then she had the moment where she was like influencing him or whatever, and you yeah. thought they were gonna kiss. I thought they was gonna kiss. Yep. So that's odd that er- uh, Loki is flirting with a version of himself. It's very strange. And they ha- they were talking well, about their I mother. About and it's it like the myself. same mom. Yeah, I thought about it to myself. Would I be attracted to a female version of myself? I probably God, no. would. No, you would not. I probably no, would. You, no, you would. Well, they look very different. So that's the thing. It's like so a they very. They look very different, but they, different, they, but they, they the same, yeah, and they like the same things. So you're gonna be kinetically connected to that person because they are a piece of you. So when uh, you write the description of this podcast, I think the headline should be: If Fred saw another version of himself, yep. would he be attracted to himself? And yes, he would. That's your headline. That's also going to yes. be. A, that should be a poll question on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I am. Uh, it's uh, just the truth. I would be flattered by a female Frederica. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Son of a bitch. I mean, what hey. the hell is going hey, but on? Here? Also, Loki is setting up Doctor Strange. He's setting up the new Spider-Man movie. And he's also connected to the Eternals. How, I know I'll, how are they getting off that planet? Uh, I don't know right now. But no, knowing, uh, knowing Loki, he stole a time. He stole a space stone. When you remember, he was in the drop yep. with all the useless stones. Yep. I'm sure he stole a time stone because that's how he got that building to go back up. Yeah, the, that was insane. Yeah. That was the time stone. I could always tell when it's being used. So he got a time stone and a space stone. He's just gonna use the space stone at the last minute. All right. I'm I would take your word for that. A, I would pay for a time machine to take me back ten minutes right now. Is what I would do. I, I, we understand yeah, I that you don't watch TV, old man. Yep. Sanford and Son still comes on. You I watch TV. I just don't watch that. I'm more realistic. More realistic TV, that's all. Well, well think um, about it. We are the generation that read the comic books, watched the cartoons, and watched it come to the big screen. We yes. are invested in Marvel more than any other generation would ever be. All right, because we watch it playing. come off the page and come to life, and now they have a whole universe that we're stuck in. We're yeah. stuck in the Marvel universe. We're stuck in. I was outside playing and picking up girls. That's what I was doing. I wasn't. No, you do totally wasn't. I was. I was. I was. I was outside twenty four seven. My wife. My my wife. My mother would have to call two neighborhoods over, and and call me, and I could hear the voice. You know, I I was never inside. Never a video game guy. I, I, no knock. It's, you know, I mean, both my sons are heavily into it and one is it's paying off uh, as far as what he's doing with his life. So like more power to it. I just wasn't wasn't me. I was on a bike. I was on a field. That was what I did. And it's not negative or positive. I just I can't wrap my brain around what you guys are talking about. Well, don't worry about it. Me and Sai start our uh, TV podcast where yes. we talk about shows yep. and we rate them. Yep. Absolutely. Right? You will be the producer of that show, so y'all will switch roles. Yep. <laughs> you will be the producer. Sai will be my co-host with me, and we will go down through shows and everything else and rate them. And before you know it, we have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I love it. Oh, YouTube channel. What an idea. All yeah. right. Uh, anything else on anybody's mind before we leave? Uh... I think I'm good, man. All I want to say, proud of Cause Nasby. Keep on working, brother. Congratulations. Okay. Hold on. You, you keep butchering his name. You can't butcher his I name. I butcher everybody's name. This I call him Carl Nasby. Okay. Ain't that his well, name? No, it's Carl Nassib. 
Massive. And then when I say massive, right? I say it is slower. I'm just saying. Massive. You know he's you know he's from Virginia, right? I did not know that. I didn't know that. Yes, either. he's from Virginia. His sister lives right right here in Reston near me. Yeah. Really? I yeah. did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's bring him on the show if he ever wants to come on the show. Love to talk. All to right, him. we'll see what he got. Brett Smoot, the Amish one, Cy Fenwick with his sleeveless shirts. I'm Chick Hernandez. You've been listening to That's Your Opinion, brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.